God works well, doesn't he? He works well, thank the Lord. Well, in Genesis chapter number 50, we find the ending of the story here about Joseph. But, oh, what a story there's to tell about his life there, a life of integrity. Integrity. Let's ask God to help us. Father, bless now and help me as I preach. You know the things I've studied, and uh, yet I cannot do it in my own power. I need you. And I pray you'll speak through me, speak to our hearts today. Uh, help us learn, I believe, a lesson that can help us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I think the word, and I use the word integrity because I believe it describes who Joseph was or what he had. He was a man with great integrity. You say, what does that mean? I remember I lived in Munster, Indiana growing up. And uh, on our water tower, it said, the town of integrity. And people would say, what's that? I said, I don't know. I don't know. Just kind of like Indiana is the state, the Hoosier state. You say, what's that? I think we have kind of figured it out, didn't we, Reggie? It was somebody was working up there. They're working for a man named Hoosier. Was that it? Something like that. We don't know. We don't care. We're just the Hoosiers. All right. I just knew it of the vacuum cleaner people. Amen. And I figured it was just we just sucked a lot of hot air. Amen. That's probably what it is. But, uh, you know, I, I, I thought about the integrity and I, I really didn't know what it meant there. But I I did later on looked it up and I, I, I give you the definition of it. It's a long definition, but it's it's what it makes me think about when I think of Joseph, the integrity that he had. Now, understand Joseph was a man just like you and I, a human being. He had feelings like you have and I have, and uh, yet he had such integrity. Integrity is defined as this, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, honesty, uprightness, unity, unification, wholeness, coherence, soundness, robustness, strength, internal consistency, and a lack of corruption. Boy, a big meaning for one little word, integrity there. The opposite of integrity, well, that would be dishonesty, would be division, would be corruption, and it would be weakness. It almost sounds like our government, doesn't it? It sure does when, when we think of the opposite of integrity. And yet we find with Joseph a great man of integrity in his life. Now, I think we could go back and find that the lack of integrity started away long before him even. We could go back to the Garden of Eden and God created, and I still believe, the creation story, amen? The creation fact, let's be put it that way. And God created Adam and Eve, and God gave Adam and Eve instructions about the Garden of Eden. They were not to eat of the certain tree. God told them not to do it. It was very plain. They knew this. But Adam and Eve, they decided to go against what God said. You know what they had? They had a lack of integrity. When the devil came along, and I know the devil's pretty powerful, but he's not all powerful. And when God says something, just because the devil brings temptation doesn't make it all right. We need to listen to what God says. And God said, don't eat of that tree. And what happened, the devil came along and said, hey, you eat of that and you'll be as God. They didn't have the integrity to say, you know what, we're not going to do it. You know, I, you know I, I sometimes think, why didn't Adam and Eve just walk away? I'd have to say they had lack of integrity. They decided they're going to do what they thought they could do their own thing and just live the way they wanted to. And, of course, we all know the end of the story there that because of that weakness of the flesh that they lived in, it brought, it brought, brought the curse of sin upon all mankind. You know, a lot of the problems in our world today came from that time of back in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, didn't it? Because they sinned. Because they didn't have the integrity to do what was right. 
That means this, even for young folks, you do what's right even when mom and dad's not there. Hey, husbands, do what's right even if you're not, your wife's not looking. Wives, same things. Same thing. You know, we need, we need to get back to that place of having some integrity. But through personal failure and lack of, of integrity, we, we find that Adam and Eve brought upon the earth sin and the curse after God had said not to eat of that fruit, and yet they did it. But the book of, a book of Genesis ends with a man. It starts with a man who didn't have integrity and ends with a man who had integrity. And that man was Joseph. Now think about this man, despite the beginning of most of his youth and how things were very difficult for him. Yet he retained integrity and through all the problems and the troubles that he had in life. I think we all understand life has a lot of problems, doesn't it? Uh, you know, things don't always go as planned. Things don't always go smoothly. You know, we just we think about, you know, you, 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 I used to brag, I hadn't been in the hospital since I was a little baby. And all of a sudden, I've been in the hospital a couple times now. I didn't have that in my plans. I didn't have my, my sight going away there like it was with the cataracts. And I said to Dan, I said, I, my cataract's gone. He says, I didn't know you drove a cataract. He said, I thought you, you, you drove a, a Winkin. And, uh, but anyways, you know, he told the joke. I'm just telling you what he said, all right? Don't hold that against me. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things in life you don't expect, expect to happen. You know, I, I, just, I just felt like I'd always be young, and then I find out I'm not always young. My mind says I can do things. My body says don't even think about it. You know, I think about, you know, this, 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 this life is, is difficult sometimes. And I think oftentimes the older we get, the more difficulties we have, too. I'm sure that's true. But even young people find difficulties today. And we did, too, when we were young. And I think, you know, we're, we're not quite, us older folks are not quite like the younger people. Don't, don't get mad at me, young people. But you know what? When we had a problem, we were okay. We were over it real quick. Now, kids are all upset because they're not in their safe zone. You go to university, they're afraid of what someone might say, and yet they'll spew all their garbage. You know, we need some people to have some strong backbone once again and some integrity. Some integrity. Well, despite the beginning that, gen, that, that in Genesis that we find about, about Joseph and what we find that happened there, we run across Joseph in the last part here, a man of integrity. Begin to think, you know, we can't choose our family. Amen. Can't choose your family. You were born in the family God intended for you to be born in. Some of you are looking shocked right now. Yeah. You say, what did God have against me? I don't know. But do you know what? God had us born in a family. I don't know. Why didn't I get a name like, you know, Jones? That had been so much cooler. But I got the name Biter. Well, what if I'd been in the Jones family? I'd have been a whole lot easier, you know, on me. What people wouldn't be go, bitter, biter, bitter, biter. But I was, I, I was born in the family God intended for me to be born in. And God intended for you to be born in your family, too. You say, well, preacher, I don't understand. Now, I know you may not understand, but I believe that God is in charge of everything. And, God, and we can't choose our families. We can't choose our siblings. Oh, wouldn't that have been great? Amen. 
Y'all looking like a bunch of angels here today. And I know some of you right now going, you know, I'll tell you what, I really wish I could have changed. It could have changed some of my brothers and sisters. You know, I remember my, I had three brothers. There was a couple times I wanted to sell them off into slavery too. <laughs> you say, you shouldn't have thought that way. I know, but you didn't know my brothers. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, can't cho- I couldn't choose my brothers. I couldn't choose. I didn't choose any sisters. I chose not to have any. And so God answered my prayer. But uh, I didn't have any sisters, but I had three brothers, and, 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 you know, I didn't choose them. I didn't choose what family to be born in. God had a plan. Neither birthright, may I say this, may, may we understand birthright and where we were born or who we were born to does not give us integrity. Integrity is something we choose to acquire. I just went, I'm just born this way. Come on, you can grow. Listen, I was born a baby. Can you imagine? I go there. I'm, set, I'm at Walmart, and I'm crying in the, on the floor there because my wife won't buy me any cookies. And I'm sucking my thumb. Going, people walk by. What's wrong? She won't buy any cookies for me. And you say, but you're acting like a baby. Well, don't hold that against me. I was born that way. Well, I was, but you know what? God didn't intend for me to stay a baby, did he? God wanted me to grow. And you know, you think about it there, that we, 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 were, we were born this way, and what happened? We were born as sinners even, but God says, listen, listen, I, I know you were born as a baby. I know that you're born as a sinner, but you know what? You need to listen to me, he's saying here, and have some integrity. And we see the illustration in the man, Joseph, the integrity that he had. You mean you think about it, Joseph was in a family that really went wrong. I mean, you know, just Jacob, his father, he had, you know, two wives and two, well, actually four wives. He had Leah, Rachel, and then the handmaids, Billa and Zilpah. I'm telling you what, that's a handful. I mean, how many of you men know this? One wife is a handful. Come on, get with me now, help me out. Can you imagine this? Now, now here's the thing. We joke about that, but you know what? I don't believe that's the way God intended for it to be. God didn't make a bunch of women for Adam. Made one woman for him. You know, I believe that's the way it should have been, but what happens? You know the stories, and we can go into it, and we can explain everything away if you want to, but the thing was, it made, I believe, it made for a bad situation in the home. You know I imagine, I imagine the kids, they probably did this. They said, they said can, we go, can we go such and such place? And, 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 and Mama, would, Mama Leah would say, uh, no, I don't think so. I could see those boys going over there going, let's go ask Leah. Hey, Leah, can we go here? Oh, I don't know. I don't think you should. Well, okay. And the kid walks away. He can go to Zilpah. Did you ever do that with your mom and dad? Is your mom, you say, Mom, can I do this? And, and she says, no. And you say, well, I'm going to go ask Dad. And then what happens, you go and ask dad, and what's dad say? Ask your mom. Dads always mess it up, don't they? But you can imagine, it wasn't a good, healthy life. Having four moms, if you will, in, in their life. And, and it can't make for a, a, a good family life for the kids. And so he didn't really have that going for him. And then we find about some of the children there, they went bad. And, and we can, we're not going to go into that there. But we also find, too, that, that, that Joseph had a father that had, had a favorite. You know, we're, we're to love our kids all the same. Now, I know kids, I know this is what we do. We go and say, well, you know, they're your favorite. 
We make that judgment all the time. But I think as a parent, we understand they're all our favorites. We love them all. We just love them some a little more than the other one. But we love them all, amen? But uh, some's more favorite than the other ones. But, but what happens, they're, 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 this, this is what happened here. There was a favorite. You say, but it was, it was Joseph, I understand. But you can imagine how it make other people mad, other family members mad. So he really didn't have things going well for him. He's got four moms, if you will. He's got, he's got a father that's, that's made him as the favorite there. And, 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 and that made for contention because his brothers were upset that he was a favorite. It was not making a good life at home for him. And yet we find what a great man Joseph was. A man of integrity that we kind of scratch our heads and wonder how that happened. We find his brothers hated him. But I think Joseph decided to do something that we need to decide today to do also. Joseph decided to live a life of integrity. I'm going to do what's right no matter what. That's integrity. I mean, think about it. If anybody had a reason to be bitter, it was Joseph. His brothers sold him into slavery. They hated him. I mean, it wasn't him just having a little pity party saying, my brothers hate me. They really did hate him. And he could have been so bitter on what happened. But he wasn't. If anybody had a reason to just throw in the towel, it was Joseph. He could have said, what's it worth? What's worth living if this is all I have to look forward to? If, if my family's going to hate me and my dad stirred up things, I had four moms there and now my brothers hate me and... Why, why, I have plenty of excuses just to give up and do whatever I want to. Boy, if anybody had a reason, he did, didn't he? If anybody had a reason for vengeance, it was Joseph. You know, we sometimes like to have vengeance, don't we? You know, I'm thinking, you know, Joseph, he was really in a state where he could have caused a lot of vengeance on his family. But he had integrity. If anybody can have that grudge and have that want that vengeance it was joseph sold into slavery into a strange land you say well how in the world could that work out well oh wait a minute didn't he become one of the leaders in the world of all egypt i really don't believe that would have ever happened if all those bad things hadn't happened god had a plan and god was working the plan and the wonderful thing about it, I believe the reason it worked out right was because he had integrity. He could have spent his life saying, but my home life was not good. And you know what? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this too. I don't know what your home life may have been, but you know what? That's no excuse for you. Not to, it's not an excuse for you to not have integrity. Joseph walked with God in integrity, in integrity when he was sold into slavery bondage at the age of 17 he was hated by his brothers because of no fault of his own Genesis 37 18 says and when they saw him afar off even before he came near unto them they conspired against him listen to this to slay him they didn't just not like him they wanted to kill him can you imagine his brothers well, you would think that this boy that's sold like this would probably have such a terrible attitude about things. 
Like this, this boy, after all this, everybody hated him like this. And seriously, not him just thinking they hated him, but he really did. They wanted to kill him. You would think that he would just revolt uh, against everything that was right. But that's not what happened. He was sold into slavery by his brothers. Look at Genesis chapter 37. We'll go back there and we'll, we'll be switching back and forth a couple different places here. But Genesis chapter number 37, look at verse number 24. his brothers there and they sat down to eat bread and they lifted up their eyes and looked and behold a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead and with their camels bearing spice, spicery and balm and myrrh going to carry it down to Egypt and now look, at, look on down verse number 28 then there passed by many nights merchant men and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver and they brought Joseph into Egypt. I want you to just park there for a moment and think about what that boy was going through. They put him in the pit, probably thinking they were going to kill him. And that was their intention. But they thought, you know, instead of killing him, let's just send, send him into bondage, into slavery here. And they sold their brother. What a horrible thing to happen to him. Look at verse number 36. And the Midianites sold him unto Egypt, unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's and captain of the guard. So his brothers hated him. They put him in a pit. They sell, sell, sell him to these Ishmaelites. And, and, and then, then what happens? They go and they, the Midianites, they, they sold, sold him to, to, to Potiphar. Why, this man's been placed from one place to the other, sold as a piece of merchandise. I don't find any love there, do you? I don't find any compassion for him. But he was not a bitter man. Folks, do you get what's going on here? No matter what the situation may have been in your life, what you may have gone through, how you may have been treated years ago, you need integrity. And understand, God can take the bad situations and make something right if you will get your eyes on him. You can't make everything in the past right. I'm not belittling any things that may have happened to you in the past. But I'm thinking how Joseph must have felt. Joseph's thinking, they don't love me. They want me dead. And then the people who sold me, they, they sold me to, they don't want me. And now they've sold me into Egypt there. And, 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 and Egypt's a picture of the world. You think about it. And you think about how he must have felt. But because of his integrity, go, go, to, go to chapter number 39 and go to verse number 1. Chapter 39 and verse number 1. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had bought, brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph. Aren't you glad that no matter what happened, the Lord was there? And may I say this, no matter what happens in your life, the Lord is there if you're his child. He is there all the time. You may stand there and say, Lord, where are you? Would you stop for a moment, stop your complaining, stop your griping, and start realizing why he is there? You know, the Bible talks about a still, small voice. Maybe what we ought to do is just shut up and listen. The Lord was with Joseph, verse 2. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of the master of the Egyptian. 
master the, uh, of his master, the Egyptian. His master saw that the Lord was with him. Isn't it something? He didn't see a kid that, or a young man that was mad at the world because of what happened to him. He saw the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Joseph found grace in the sight of, of he and served him. He made him oversee over his house and all that he had he put into his hand. Can you imagine this? Old Potiphar said, man, there's something special about this boy. The boy that got sold, the boy that was hated, the boy that had a rough family life. He had something. He had the Lord. You and I have no excuse. Amen. Well, preacher, you don't know my background. You don't know how I was raised. I don't know, but I know this. If you have the Lord, you can still have integrity. I read verse 5, and it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house. And over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for whose sake? Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. And he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Wow. You wonder how in the world could he be like that? How could he be such a wonderful man? After all the problems he had, if anybody had a reason to complain, if anybody had a reason to be bad and, and be, you know, say, well, I grew up in the wrong neighborhood and my parents were divorced and, and they, they fought and I was mistreated as a child. I'm not saying it's all right. I'm not trying to make light of that. I'm just saying this. You don't have to go along with what situations you had. Understand you have somebody. Have integrity. So what happens, we find he had integrity and became great in his master's house. So Joseph walked with God in this integrity, but what happened? Something bad happened. Look at verse number 7, if you're still there, of chapter 39. It came to pass after those things that the master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. Notice he had character. He had integrity, verse 8. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wanteth not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Now you think about this. It was not only that he had, he had integrity about not defrauding Potiphar. He didn't want to defraud God. He didn't want to go against God. There's no excuse, you see. And so, look what it says, and, he came, and it came to pass, verse 10, and it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph, notice this, day by day. You know, she didn't just do it one time, day by day. That he hearkened not unto her, and to lie by her, or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time, that Joseph went into the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there within. So all of a sudden, he goes into the house to take care of the things he's supposed to do because he has integrity. He's doing his job, and she's there. And he caught, verse 12, and she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. Now, did you understand what happened there? Nobody was there but her. 
and him. You know, he could have said, well, you know, I, I, nobody's watching. God was watching. You say, well, why didn't he sin that way? Did, was he a human being? Was he a man? I'm sure he was a man. And, 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 and the thing was, it wasn't just one time she asked him. She had kept asking him and asking him, and now they're all alone. But he had integrity. He had integrity. His wife falsely accused him. Look at verse 13. It came to pass when she saw he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth. And she called unto the men of her house and spake unto them, saying, See, he hath brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us. And he came unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. She's a liar. She's lying against him. She's accusing him of something he never did. It's almost like, doesn't he ever get a break? Goes from one situation to another situation. And you wonder, what in the world, what, is he going to get some kind of break here? I mean, is anything good going to happen to him? Look at, look at verse number, uh, 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 verse 15. And it came to pass when he, heard, when, when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. She's saying, I cried and, I tried, and he ran from me then. And she laid up his garment by her until the Lord came home. His Lord came home, and she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled out. Oh, what a lie. He fled out of there to get away from the sin. She turned it all around. She lied about him. Don't you hate it when people lie about you? I might as well just give up. Folks said mean things about me. People have said, made rumors about me. I might as well give up. No, he had integrity to do what was right, even when it cost him something. It goes on. He tells us what happened there. Look at verse number 20. Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. A place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. But wait a minute, verse 21, but the Lord, you see that? But the Lord was with who? Joseph. And showed him mercy, gave him favor. Well, look at this. Gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. My God bless him even in prison. I don't know about you, but if I thought, man, some woman lied about me, and my brothers hated me, and now I, they, that woman's lied about me, and I'm put into prison, they put me into prison. Doesn't, doesn't Potiphar understand? He knows him. He knows better than that. Yet here he is in prison. I just wonder how I'd react. But he had integrity. He found favor with God in that prison. When he could have been grumbling, griping, when someone comes up to him and says, Why are you here? But he found favor there in that prison. And then what happens, we find that the butler and, and the baker forgot about him. Look at verse look at chapter number 40 verse number 23. They were going to give a good word when they got out and yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph but forget him and that's something. I can imagine Joseph thinking, you know, I might be able to get out of here. If you remember me, if they'll remember me and tell them. but they forgot him. Home life a mess. His brothers hate him, sold him into in, into slavery. And then the woman, she lies about him. He's put in a prison. And it looks like he might have some favorable things said. But those guys that got out forgot about him. What can go right? What can go right? The 
Finally, the butler did remember. Look at chapter 41 and verse number 14. And Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. He shaved himself and changed his raiment. He came in unto Pharaoh. And what he did, he interpreted the dream. He interpreted that dream. So Pharaoh called him out of that dungeon. You know, I imagine he's thinking, wonder what's, what else is going to go wrong? May I take it back? He had such integrity, I don't think he was thinking that. I believe he was thinking, my God's good. My good, my God's good. He brought me out. So God, we, Pharaoh brings him out, puts some new clothes on him, cleans him up, and What's going to be happened there to this man that was so mistreated? Chapter number 41, go to verse number 41. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Why, think about this. He, he went, when he went there, he was just a servant in the house. Integrity. Verse 42, and Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. He made him to ride in the second chariot which he had and they cried before him, Bow the knee! And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. The boy that was hated. The boy that brothers wanted to kill him. The boy that had a miserable home life. The boy that was sold into slavery. The boy that was lied about. (laughs) He's ruler over the land of Egypt. Verse 44, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. How did he get there? Integrity. He just said this, you know what, I'm going to do what God says no matter what happens in my life. Amen. I don't know what may happen in your life from time to time. Young folks have had times where their homes are broken up and divorces come and messed up and it's all divided. And it hurts. No doubt about it, it hurts. But there's a God in heaven that says, hey, have some integrity. Hey, trust me, I will see you through. I'll bring you through it all. You say, preacher, I was abused when I was young. But there's a God in heaven that says, hey, you're my child. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about what happened in the past. You say, but the thoughts are there. But think about the thoughts that went through Pharaoh's mind or, 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 or Joseph's mind. But he had integrity. And no matter if he was in, at home, whether he was in that pit, when he, was, when he was there in Potiphar's house, when he was in the prison, and then when he was brought up and brought to royalty, integrity so I'm going to do what God wants me to do he glorified God his brothers came to talk to him and he revealed himself to them go to chapter 45 and verse number 1 and then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him and he cried cause every man to go out from me and there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. You say, why did he let them know? Why didn't he just keep them in the dark? Why didn't he just mistreat them? They mistreated him so bad because he had integrity. 
told all the men, she said, go on, leave, get out of here. I want this boys, I want just my, these fellows here. Can you imagine their faces when he said, look at me. I'm Joseph. I'm your brother. He's second in command of the Pharaoh. Could you imagine what they're thinking now? We're in big trouble. They sold him into slavery. Why, Joseph, uh, 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 Pharaoh said, nobody comes in or out without you saying. You know, he could have said, hey, you guys go to jail. You guys go to prison. Why, build some gallows after what they did to me. But he didn't do it. He had integrity. God set him up and used him in a mighty way and he forgave his brothers. Go to chapter number 50 again. Chapter 50 and verse number 15. When Joseph's brothers, brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will preadventure hate us and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did unto him. They did. They had they acknowledged all the bad stuff they did. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall you say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin, for they did unto the unto the evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. How moved he was. These guys are saying, you got to let us, let, let us live. They knew what Joseph could do. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we, are, we be thy servants. Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for, I'm, for, uh, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, he thought evil against me. I love what he said next, don't you? But God meant it unto good. To bring it to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Because of Joseph, there were so many people that didn't die because Joseph had integrity. He didn't kill his brothers, didn't put them into prison. You know what Joseph did? He walked a life of glorifying the Lord because he had integrity. Now, folks, I don't know what you may have gone through in your life. I've known some of you for a long time, some of you not very long, and I don't know all the stories behind it. And you know, sometimes we can act like everything was fine, but you know the situation you grew up in. You know what you were born in. Maybe you had a family that was, I'm not trying to be mean, but maybe it was wicked. Maybe you were in a family where there was no love, all hatred. There was abuse. Maybe it just seemed like so many things went wrong in your life, falsely accused. But ladies and gentlemen, we can have integrity today to understand that God's still good. And God could take that hard situation in your life and make something good out of it. Amen. Have some integrity. You say, preacher, how? Here it is, simply this. Walk with God. Just walk with God. You'll do what's right. You know what I find? We get ourselves in a problem when we don't walk with him. When we want to do our own. We just, we, we blow our top. You ever done that before? Just blow your top. Say, I just want to give him a piece of my mind. You know, if you're like me, you need every piece you got. 
Well, I'm just going to give my, I just want to tell them off. A lot of good that's going to do. Why don't you have integrity? Say, you know what? I'm going to walk with God. God can take a situation that was difficult and hard and make something wonderful out of it. Thousands, if not millions of people, survived because Joseph had integrity. You know, if you give up on God, there may be that person you never win to Christ. You give up on God and start raising a family, you'll never raise that family for the Lord. You say, but preacher, you just don't understand what I've been through. I may not. I'm going to tell you something right now. There is a God in heaven that understands everything that happened. God saw how his home life was. God saw how his brothers treated him. God saw that that woman lied about him. God saw that, the, the, uh, that they forgot about him in prison. God saw everything that was happening there in his life. Do you know what I like? God saw it all, yes. But Joseph knew God saw it all. That's where we need to go this morning. That place of knowing God knows what's going on. God will take care. It's never right to do wrong. Integrity will tell you that. Do you have integrity in your life? You say, preacher, I'm not going to be like Joseph and lead Egypt. No, 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 we won't. We dead sure could lead our homes. Amen. We could dead sure be leaders in our church with integrity. Oh, the great need for it today. But it all starts by being born again. How can you walk with the Lord if you don't know him? You've got to be born again to walk with him. And so whenever anything happens in your life, and I'm sure it would be devastating and hard, and what you're going through, I'm not making, again, I hope nobody in here thinks I'm making light of your situation. I'm just saying this, you can't change it, you can't go back and erase it, but you could have some integrity and say, you know what, God didn't do it to me, and God will see me through. He means it for good. What a great God we have. I'm glad he doesn't say, man, I don't want you. I'm glad he loves us all. Are you saved this morning? If you're not saved, you need to trust the Lord as your Savior. If you say, preach, I just don't know. You can know today before we go home. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much again for this time this morning. And thank you for the dear folks that are here. Thank you for the word of God here in the book of Genesis about a man, a young fella, teenager. All that he went through in his life, all the difficulties. Lord, I... I, I, I know my brothers and I, we got in fights sometimes, but I, I can't say we ever hated each other. And he had brothers that hated him. I just had one mom and one dad, and, and, they, and they stayed together, and I thank you, Lord, for that. But, Lord, I, I didn't see what, what others may see, but, Lord, you're still there. You're still good. And, Lord, I pray you help us all today when we are treated wrong and somebody does something to us or lies about us. May we have enough integrity not to throw in the towel and not to blow up. Lord, help us to just do what's right. And we can if we'll walk with you. With our heads bowed and eyes closed, I wonder if there'll be anyone here this morning who said, Preacher, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to heaven. I'm not sure that. You know, you've been talking about that a lot, and I always do. Preacher, I'm just not sure of salvation, but I'd like to make sure of that this morning. Would you slip your hand up, anyone this morning? Preacher, I don't know that I'm saved, but I'd like to know it. 
Pray for me. Would you slip your hand up anyone today? Christian, this morning, do you have integrity? You say, preacher, you just don't understand what happened in my life. I, I know, I know. And you don't have to come tell me everything that happened either. But I got a feeling, you know, Joseph had it pretty rough. I know he did from what I've read. And yet he had integrity. And no matter where he went, he kept that integrity. Even in the land of Egypt. We live in this old world, old wicked world. We need some integrity to do what's right. Even when no one else is looking. Maybe God spoke to your heart this morning. Altar be open. You do what God says. Father, bless the invitation time now. I pray that you'd have your will and way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.